0: Welcome to the Building a Bulletproof Back podcast. As a physio, I'm on a mission to reduce the back pain epidemic. These conversations that you're about to listen to with leading-edge teachers and back pain sufferers is my attempt to evolve the mainstream medical approach to treating stubborn back pain. You see, I firmly believe that building a bulletproof back requires mental, physical, and emotional strategy. Let's see what pearls of wisdom we can share with you today. Thanks for listening and thanks for being here. Hey, welcome to the next episode of Building Bulletproof Backs. Um, This podcast is all about just having conversations about stubborn back pain and giving listeners hope that with the right combination of mental, physical and emotional tools, they can actually shift from where they are to where they want to be. And we've had lots of different people that I've chatted to, but I've invited Kira all the way from County Tyrone um, to chat about a really simple, beautiful, elegant product that she's created, which is about assisting, you know, if you haven't had pain turning in bed, you probably don't get the full value of what that product can offer. It's like anything, when we have a body that works, we don't really understand what it's like for someone who has a body that's not working in certain angles, positions and movements. So, um, Kira, would you love, please, to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about um, Mama Turn and why you created it and what it really involves?
1: Certainly, Marian, and thank you so much for inviting uh, me on. Uh, my name is Kira Devry. I'm a chartered physiotherapist based in Oma in County Tyrone, and that's in Northern Ireland for all of your, your listeners. So I'm quite a bit away. Uh, as I say to you there, I'm r- rather jealous of your lovely Perth sunshine or Margaret River sunshine uh, compared to our wet and dreary Sunday morning here. Um, so I, in, I suppose Momoturn really initially developed as a concept or an idea for me while I was pregnant um and with my first pregnancy it was just simply the size of me trying to turn around in bed and then with subsequent pregnancies with pelvic girdle pain when really I wasn't getting any sort of decent or restorative sleep and while trying to look after other young babies um because of the pain and the difficulty in turning over so I work or I did at that stage uh, work in a hospital setting and whilst sliding sheets are certainly not a new concept they do exist they're very clinical and very medical and not very comfortable to lie on and they're certainly not designed to lie on um, for a full night because they are quite plasticky so it was in my head then to think gosh someone should really um develop a product that's soft to lie on that's comfortable to stay on all night and that will help you to turn and glide and sort of easily and and um Seamlessly, I would say, uh, throughout the night. And hence, Mama turn was then born. And since that, Papa Turn, because there has been a huge interest. Yes. So as I say, the initial concept was aimed at, um, because I work in my private um, clinic, I have a special interest in pelvic health. So I treat an awful lot of pregnant women and postnatal. I do a lot of um, pelvic health work and pessary fitting and things like that. So I suppose initially my concept was all geared and based around pregnancy but when I started to launch it it was being bought by more and more people um, with back pain rib pain um post-operatively so because they were having difficulties Parkinson's the um, elderly, elderly um, and I was getting lots of requests for the most masculine fabric that you have so I decided that there was um, a room there for Papa Turn so it has uh, uh come to life as well so we offer the moment turn and the a turn, and basically it's it's very very simply a brushed cotton covered tubular sliding sheet that when you lie on it, you will basically as you as you turn your hips will glide easily around, following your sensor of gravity and allowing you to flip from one side to the other without having to wake yourself up with pain or having to wake yourself up to shift yourself exactly. around.
0: Yeah, it's funny how. Um, we, we sometimes have a habit of moving that is really inefficient. We're, we're recruiting yeah. way too many movement and it's taking too long and we're activating things we don't need to. And if no one's ever shown us a more efficient, easy way to do that simple action, we just do the way that we've always done it. And when we were stronger, younger, fitter, that was fine. But, uh, you know, as we find out when our system's challenged with age or extra weight or a new injury or a new hip, then the old way of doing things becomes quite challenging. And it's really nice to um, explore that concept of, well, is there a is there a better way to do something I've done the same way for the last 30, 40, 50 years?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had clients who are getting out of bed to turn over, which is insane. Wow. See it. Um, or going through a um, like an over-under where they're where they're actually turning around um, with their, instead of lying on their back and, and turning over to the side where they're actually coming up onto their knees mm. onto the other side or having to a clench and bridge to shift yeah. themselves around. And like you say, when you're not in any pain and you're doing that in a two-second manoeuvre um, in the middle of the night whilst you're asleep and it doesn't bother you, that's absolutely no problem. Mm. But when that involves quite a bit of pain and stiffness and discomfort in order to be able to achieve that manoeuvre, then mm. you are disrupting your night's sleep every night and cumulatively that has a huge effect on us psychologically physically um so and and the reviews i've been getting back from Momatern have just been incredible in terms of people saying that the difference it's making to them getting a full night's sleep and subsequently from that how much better their pain is every day Mm. it's it's just fabulous, my heart sings every time a review comes back. I just love it
0: that 's beautiful so so they 're getting they 're getting two two hits from this you 're through encouraging a, a more seamless motion um, that 's momentum assisted and they 're not encountering the resistance of the sheets you 're mm-hmm. actually protecting whatever tissues are being you know aggravated from that movement, so you 're actually protecting the system. But then, because they're not interrupting their sleep, they're actually getting better sleep as well. So it's, it's a double whammy of good stuff, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, if we look at the research out there, there's a really, really strong link between um, poor sleep patterns and persistent pain. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. We know that the cortisol levels in our blood are up when we're not getting um, restorative sleep, which in turn... Um, increases our tension throughout the day. We know that our coping strategies are lowered when we aren't getting a decent night's sleep. So, and then I think you end up in this chicken and egg situation. So, poor sleep um, can cause pain, whilst pain can cause poor sleep. So, it's mm. cyclical. Mm-hmm. And I just think mama turn is a lovely, really simple way to break that cycle.
0: Yeah. And help them to And so... Where have most of your sales been? Are they mainly in the UK or are you getting some Australians aware of the product?
1: Um, I haven't actually done any, I suppose, major advertising in Australia. I've had um, some interest from physiotherapists like yourselves who have seen it um, on some of maybe our global pelvic physio platforms. Um, But most of the sales at the moment have been Ireland and UK. Um, wide so it's it's lovely to be sending it off to scotland and london and cork and kilkenny and yeah it's fab. yeah and then there are as
0: well hopefully this helps get the message out down under around the um, new zealand australia mm-hmm. zone
1: yeah. um, well we ship worldwide so right. that's not a good. <laughs>
0: and people i mean i'll put it in the show notes but mm-hmm. people can buy the product um directly from your your website your business website
1: Yeah, you can buy it directly from www.activephysio.co.uk or you can also buy it through our Facebook store as well. Oh, great. So, And we are at Active Physio NI on Facebook.
0: Okay, great. And I'll put all that in the show notes. And we're also going to put in the show notes just a quick little um, movement sequence, which I'll record shortly after this, which is a Feldenkrais approach to rolling in bed, which I remember learning as a lesson and... uh, being quite strong and fit thinking well you know why would I (laughs) why would I train myself to roll in bed like that but then you know being fully aware actually post race after a big long ultra run using it to turn in bed because every muscle in my body was hurting and I thought oh that might be why you'd want to have a variance in how you roll but but effectively we use the foot as the driver the pelvis and that idea that if you want to turn left in bed you use your right foot to turn your left and if you can get some momentum in the pelvic rolling and you allow the rib cage to follow and the skull to follow then there is just that natural falling of the bones rather than being you know the initial power might come from your foot into the into the bed generating a rotation but after that it's just this letting go feeling onto your side rather than all the compensations you mentioned before about yeah you know getting up I'm quite amazed that you someone has gone the other way around to roll in bed. That's quite um, mm-hmm. clever on some level, isn't it exhausting, but clever.
1: Yeah, clever. And I suppose in some ways with when someone has quite severe pelvic girdle pain, that's maybe how we teach you know, we would teach them to to move that way, but it requires a lot of energy and you know if like you say that the, the type of method that you're that you're explaining there if we can just keep it with the flow just normal easy movement flow if we pretense before every movement we preload our system yeah. we're nearly waking our brain up to say oh hold on a minute something um dangerous is going to happen here or we need to protect ourselves here and tighten everything and i just think that has a really detrimental effect overall to our pain levels yeah so just keeping things natural keeping it within the flow um makes such a difference and the brain has a memory for those
0: pains and so sometimes Mm -hmm. that preemptive gripping is it is it anticipating something that may not even exist anymore and it's hard to really break that cycle and you know again it's, it's part of why I love the Feldenkrais idea because you might spend 30 40 minutes practicing every nuance of just rolling in bed everything mm-hmm. the first subtle which part of your foot is getting that motion from you know which part of your pelvis are you rolling into is your pelvic what position is your pelvis in when you're accepting weight on the other side mm-hmm. does your rib cage stay behind it does it follow does your shoulder follow or does it want to stay behind you know it's the whole when you think of that simple movement and how many different ways there are to do it you almost need to if your brain's going to neuroplastically learn a new way you have to feed it every element And then let it play with what feels best for that person, you know, for whatever's going on for their body. So 40 minutes learning to roll in bed might seem crazy, but it can be the most relaxing experience of just sensing and feeling the subtleties of all these motions. And almost to make it easy and make it fluid, you actually just have to invest a bit of time to go through those. Mm procedures
1: yeah exactly I mean I think we see this an awful lot in clinic with people particularly with persistent low back pain is that they have adapted a lot of maladaptive or incorrect movement patterns in a sense to protect themselves whereas in essence that's actually uh, maintaining their pain state so like you say breaking it I, I quite often break down sit to stand for example I might spend 20 minutes teaching somebody how to sit to stand in a in a a different way yeah Um, and that can make a huge difference to how they're um and that's from the very simple non-athletic person for example who's coming in who's having issues getting out of their chair and uh, what we can we can draw that right out to teaching Mm. our athletes their squat positions and things i think yeah breaking each movement down like you say, is vital for them to, to to be able to learn a new one, but also to be able to highlight and 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 help them pick up where where exactly the issues are in in their movements and what they've been doing sort of incorrectly,
0: I suppose. Yeah, because we can't see it for ourselves often, can we? We can't see our own habits of movement, and um, I, I think that's the that's the beauty of having someone with a movement awareness look at how you move and say, "Ha!" Huh, because it's it can be so obvious to us. Like the therapist watching, but but it's really a hard thing to know in your own body what you're doing. And even even when you have knowledge, it's you, you can't see your own. You're blinded to your own blocks because they're so habituated and they're so ingrained in your movement patterns. So um, yeah, that's that's I guess the another, I guess a vital part. What I, what I like to call um, movement efficiency or movement variance, and helping people understand. You know, even walking. My God. This, the variables you can play with in altering someone's gait pattern, um, which can have a huge effect on their pain, you know, just turn turn one leg out and see what that's like to walk with. Turn it in. See what that's like
1: to walk with, you know. We could play all day, couldn't we, which is great. Oh, absolutely. But, it, but I think it's amazing. And the, and like you said, again, it's coming back to that simple approach all the time of, of, of changing things. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, it's just a different way of looking at things and a different way of thinking about them. Yeah. So how did you come to be really interested in
0: pelvic pain? Was that because of your pregnancy experience?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I traditionally was a purely musculoskeletal um, uh, physiotherapist. My background in training is I have a... um, Bachelor of Science degree in physiotherapy and then subsequently did my Master's in Manual Therapy at UWA actually so, um, so several cool. trips to Margaret River I am <laughs> really jealous uh, and up until I had my first child which and, he, and Patter is now 11 years old and um, I really was I was traditionally I suppose, a sports physiotherapist and then I just was blown away by the changes of my own body during pregnancy the recovery afterwards I just I Thought, wow, this is incredible! So, I've gone back then and done extensive training in um, pelvic health physiotherapy now, and I think the two marry together really, really well. Um, and I and I love the variants in it as well. Which is sorry, we've talked in previous
0: podcasts about the the underuse of the word pelvis when talking about back pain. Um, which you don't you use the word a lot, and I think that's because you are you know you're fully aware of the pelvis and all it provides to the spine but do you do you see that as common or do you think that's uniquely you because of your biased interest in pelvic pain
1: um i don't know i think to be honest um I started to really integrate the pelvis into, into my back pain treatment after um, my studies at UWA. Um, I think if the first thing I do with all of my um, with anyone who comes into the clinic with back pain is I look at that lumbopelvic um, dissociation and see can they move one independently of the other and what's happening there. And I think that's the key to, to getting people moving normally again because when, they don't, when you don't consider the pelvis, when you only treat the back, you're, you're missing a huge component of it. And I also really am I'm very interested in the whole um, link with pelvic um, floor elevator ani tension and back pain and pelvic pain because I think it's a really underinvestigated area uh, that has a huge um, contribution to, to, to pain. Yeah. How do you go about looking at it or assessing it? Well I suppose I treat a lot or assess a lot internally um, okay. and so I'll do a manual internal assessment or I will also use real-time ultrasound okay. just to get a gauge of how well that pelvic floor can contract but more importantly how well it can relax. Relax, I think relax. relax
0: yeah I think I think
1: relax, that's relax. relax.
0: Yeah I think, I think we've coached people almost too far in the other way it's a bit like it's a bit like pulling your tum- navel into your spine. You know, somewhere along the line, people took that to mean you should walk around with your navel drawn mm-hmm. in. You know, and it's like no, 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 no. Like you know, it's 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 useful for heavy, you know, moving heavy loads and all the rest of it. But we weren't designed to be walking around pulling certain parts of our body in. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 sad when we have a good message, but it gets lost in translation, and
1: it actually probably ends up creating a lot more damage. Absolutely. I would hazard a guess I see way more hypertonic pelvic floor issues in clinic than I do low tone. And for floor. the
0: listener, that just means pelvic floors that are overlifting and holding tension rather than being able to sort of relax and um,
1: switched on all the time and if you have a muscle like I would say to your listeners now to clench their fist really tightly and then try and clench it a little bit more and while they're clenching that fist have a feel and have a sort of awareness of what they're feeling in their forearm and even up into their their shoulder because that tension grows mm, and spreads so if you're walking around all day with your pelvic floor switched on or your tummy pulled in you are creating load, a compressive load that doesn't need to be there. Um, so it's about letting go, relaxing. I say to everyone, let it all hang
0: out, you know. And, see, <laughs> and you can't and see get a sense of drawing it all back in unless you let it all out in the first place. If it's clenched, there is no way more to clench, is it? You only get a sense of clenching by letting go and then rebooting. And, you know, and I do a lot of work with feet, and it's the same with our fascia in the foot, you can't mm-hmm. understand foot motion unless you work from one extreme to the other. Then it fully pronates so you can fully feel supination, you know, and so a lot of these things are quite – and diaphragm would be a little bit the same, you know, oh, like huge. letting it, go, learning it. It's the full motion of all of these tissues. They're elastic. They're meant to be working through their range. So, yeah, I really like that. Okay, so you see um, – a lot of the sort of patients, I guess, that this podcast is pitched at, particularly people in stubborn—I'm uh, not going to say chronic—and I'm not even going to say persistent pain. I'm, I'm going to say more just stubborn back pain. So it's—it's it's not a—it's not a classically chronic hardwired sensitivity to the nervous it just keeps coming and going you know it's there for 10-15 years doesn't really stop them doing well it does on occasion but it's just constant and repetitive and and stubborn what's what are your top three tips for people sort of caught in that little trap that you would pass on
1: first one is Don't panic. Worrying and being fearful about back pain increases back pain and maintains back pain. So, that's the first thing I sort of say to people. Don't let it your whole life be about it. You know, if every thought is consumed by it, you will, it it will perpetuate, it'll keep going. Uh, the second one is to move normally because once we change our movement patterns, in, in essence, to try and save ourselves from having pain, inevitably we, we create more pain by creating lots of tension through our bodies. And the third one would be get some decent restorative sleep because if we are not sleeping, we're not resetting our system, we are um, in a constant kind of state of alertness and our cortisol levels are up and I just think sleep is huge. So if we can get a proper night's sleep, we're ready for the day.
0: And so what, what's your advice on, you know, taking painkillers at night so that you actually get that sleep? What are your Do you have any
1: opinions on that? I'm not a massive fan of using painkillers every night to get a decent night's sleep. But if you are unable to sleep, you know, or if you have a flare up that particular day, take them so that you can sleep so that then you can be ready for for the next day and hopefully easier the next day. Um, As I say, I don't, I'm not sort of always saying, oh, go just take the the pills and and keep moving. But there are times you do need them. You know, a lot of, sometimes that pain has a chemical driver. And if we can settle that down, get moving again, then I'm all for that.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think be a nice practical line about medication, you know, Mm -hmm. it's there for a reason and it's okay to use it when you need it. Mm -hmm. It's when it's yep. persistent and daily and nothing's changing and it's not really having any effect anymore that mm-hmm. you've really got to question why you're taking it. But yeah, I mm-hmm. think that, that fits a lot with how I tend to view things. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having a chat. And uh, we're going to put your website and where people can buy Mummaturn Turn and a little bit of a movement video about, you know, combining the movement ideas with the Mumma Turn. I think that would be really awesome. And I think um, at least together, or well, mainly with your invention <laughs> and a bit of <laughs> simple movement advice we can actually yeah. take one aspect one pain in the ass aspect of having a back pain in night when you're trying to roll and um, make that a little bit easier for people
1: brilliant and thank you again so much for having me on marina really enjoyed it
0: great and i'm going to get back out in the sun and you can get back out in the, <laughs> the sun. <summer. laughs>
1: yeah. I'm going to make a cup of tea and read my book on the sofa, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kira. We're well, lovely to chat. And um, don't be strange next time you're in Margaret River.
1: Oh, I, I dream of getting back to Margaret River. Oh, my goodness. How far would that be? Well, we will be here. And our wine will <laughs> be here. not sure the sun will be here, but we'll be here.
0: And oh, good I'm sure, it will be sunnier you. than here. Good luck with Mama Turn and Papa Turn. Yes. And uh, Thank you so much. I really hope sales go well for you. And uh, I really hope just having this short little chat helps some people even know it exists and explore it for themselves and share it with others who they think might need some or find some benefit in it.
1: Brilliant, Marianne. Thank you so much. Okay, see you, Kira. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: Well, that's a wrap on another episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you could take a second to like the show, share the show with someone you know struggling with back pain, drop us a few comments it really helps us spread the message globally and don't forget for those of you ready to build your own bulletproof back check out my six week online course which is a comprehensive blend of mindset movement and emotional strategies designed to help you find some pain relief and then the confidence to get moving freely again or for those of you who feel like you might need a bit more customized support check out my consultation schedule in the show notes. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks again.